three, two, one. Pear? Soccer ball. Hair? Pear. Like a, like the fruit? Pear. Hmm. I said soccer ball because if I let my brain lose focus for any sort of amount of time, it just goes right back to Ted Lasso right now. So. <laughs> That's fair. Ted Lasso yeah. so good. I uh, binged it. Aww. Has episode 11 come out yet on? No. I'm going to yeah, it. We need to reach out to them. We mad. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you upload, please? Thanks. Or I was actually considering getting a trial for Apple TV if they do like a one week trial, because now the, the, the last episode will also be within the one week trial and then canceling it. The last episode for the season? Ever. Ever? There are only there's 12 episodes in season three and they're not making a season four, I don't think. Oh, they're not? No, I'm pretty sure Jason Sudeikis said they've told the story that they wanted to tell. I was really sad about it too at work. That's, I was like, "This." Uh. That's fair though. When something's good, you gotta let it end when it's good and not when it's bad. Like Avatar. Oh man. Yeah. That's Three true. seasons and done. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we just get to watch it again. All right. You want to talk yeah. about coffee? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about coffee. <laughs> All right. Would you do the honors? Oh sure. <clears throat> Try there. Hey, Julia. You didn't say welcome to Cream and Sugar. Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. <laughs> I need more coffee. Hey, Julia. <laughs> hey, Allie. <laughs> um, I've I've been doing some research uh, because it has been a month and a half since we recorded part one of this episode. Uh-huh. Um, and do you want to know what I found about why procrastination is not good for you? Uh, Yeah. What did you learn? Uh, actually, you know what? I'll explain it to you another day. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Thank you. The other ones on this website don't make any sense. So I'm That's gonna just honestly close. really funny. I like that one. The tab. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we're going to finish Coffee Shop that we recorded initially on April 15th, 2023. Oh. And it is now May 27th, 2023. <laughs> that was a little while ago, huh? Yeah. Well, for the listeners, part one comes out tomorrow on May 28th. And oh. then part two will come out in two weeks. So for them, it's like normal. For us, no. Yeah. We did this <laughs> a little out of order, mostly because my May was strangely busy. My May is always busy, so... May is not usually this busy for me. So this is a new one. Mm -hmm. And I also, despite our entire conversation about my notes being like 15 pages long, mm -hmm. did not expect it to become a two-parter. <laughs> That's how I felt about scones reason. when it was a three-parter. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, this, this might be able to cover an episode. And then it was three episodes later. <laughs> and they were like, whoop. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, you want to jump right on into it? Mm-hmm. All right. None of this is actual, like, legal or accounting or professional advice. We're just talking about stuff I found on the internet that you can also find on the internet from sources that also say they're not giving professional advice. So if you want a <laughs> professional advice, go find a professional and pay them for their professional advice. Yes. Listen to us for funsies. Yeah, this is just like, hey, what if we open a coffee shop? What though? if, though? 
You know, like we could we could open a coffee shop. We could. It'd be cute. It would be very cute. Shaped like a cup. <laughs> <laughs> With a honey uh honey hive a beehive in it. A honey hive. A honey uh-huh. hive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're back from our music. (laughs) The music playing in the coffee shop, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our playlist, which is out and we've talked about now on the episode that is published. So if you're not listening to it, you know what? That's fair. Maybe you have a different taste in music. But if you want to listen to it, you could totally go do it anyway. Should we add our theme song to it? I don't know if our theme song's on Spotify. I'll look. Yeah, I was about to say, let me go find out. I was like, where's my phone? Yeah, hold on. Let me open Spotify in browser. Spotify. Oh, you're smart. Please don't crash my computer. Um, while I am looking that up, how you brewing? I am brewing really good. I've had such a full month and I'm ready to talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because you've been like hinting at all these things, but like I have no idea what you've been doing except for like vague details. So Let's jump into why my month has been so busy. Uh Uh-huh. At the very beginning of May, we did a catch-up for your birthday. So we came up to Myrtle and we did a birthday weekend, which was awesome. And it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then the next weekend was Mother's Day weekend. So we drove to Virginia and spent the weekend in Virginia with my mom and my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. And we cooked this fantastic breakfast and we had a great day. It was it was really, honestly, a really fun weekend. We took off the Monday and we drove back and took a long weekend. It was great. Good. And then this past Monday or this past weekend, I helped our friend move. And then, oh, of course, I helped my friend move. And then I came home and deep cleaned my apartment because my godfather oh. was in town all weekend. Yes, that's right. So we had an amazing time being tourists in Charleston. And then I I skipped D&D because I was dead. Oh. I was like, guys, I literally can't go. I would cry if I tried to be social and pretend to be anything right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so skipped D&D and did nothing all day on Sunday. I barely even meal prepped. Mm. Some days you, you sometimes you need days like that though. Yeah. So this is the the weekend I've been looking forward to for the past month and a half. Memorial Day weekend where I have a long weekend. It's rainy and cold and I don't have to go anywhere. It's great. Mhm. So Solid. I'm finally starting to feel better. Good. After being absolutely dead. <laughs> It only took an entire month to get here. Yeah. That is how I'm brewing. How are you brewing? Good. Um, well, before I talk about how I'm brewing, oh boy, it's on Spotify. Is and it Eddie's really? Twister by Eddie Lang is now the first song on the Busy Bean music scene. Yes. And it is very loud. So <laughs> Yes. Anytime we have it for the intro and outro, I have to like tune it down. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, that's on there. And also a whole bunch more of his music. So if you're nice. interested in that, I'm going to be listening to that. Yeah. Um, anyway, as far as how I'm brewing, <laughs> let me pull my little sticky note because I have also had a very busy month, but April and May are always super busy months. Mm-hmm. Um, you have lots of birthdays. Yes. So I have, I actually missed some of the birthdays because I just couldn't do everything. Um, so first of all, the reason we recorded so long ago and I haven't been able to record since, or the primary reason is because I went on a cruise for my birthday, which was so much fun. We were on, um, the carnival of Mardi Gras, which had like a bunch of different themed bars on it and a lot of really cool drinks. Um, and so that was a blast. Nice. And that was a seven-day cruise. So that was a whole week. Oh, two those weekends. are so nice. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. And then the next weekend was when you guys came to visit for my birthday stuff. And we got to hang out. And that was a lot of fun. Which I got confused with the previous weekend. Yes. Originally, we were going to come up. And you would not have been there. And you probably would have been very angry. <laughs> I'd be like, why the fuck are you here? We got back that Saturday night. So I just would have been like, hello, I cannot form sentences anymore. Yeah. Because I'm tired. <laughs> you were exhausted. Mm-hmm. I needed the Sunday to just like do laundry and sit. We were originally not going to come back until Sunday and I wouldn't have been able to take off Monday. And I told I was like, no, no, I need to come back Saturday. And if I have to come back by myself Saturday, I will make that happen. But I need to come back Saturday. Right. Um, And then so then you guys were up. And then the weekend after that, like you said, was Mother's Day. Which I always do Saturday with April and then Sunday with mom. So that weekend was a lot of fun, but also very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, a story for Mother's Day. Okay. So I didn't tell you what we did on Mother's Day, right? About the beach? Um, I'm not sure, but you should tell me anyway. Okay. Um, this is a little graphic for listeners, so I'm going to sugarcoat it um, and skip some parts, but... I'll I'll put in the time here if you want to skip. Yeah, it's going to be right around 12.05. All right, see you there. Uh, so we're at the beach under the pier, and there's, you know, a bunch of nests up under the pier. Or there's, like, pigeons and seagulls, and we're just sitting there with our chairs, and a crow comes up and climbs into one of the nests and yeets a baby bird out of the nest and onto the sand. Why? Like, just pushes him. Oh. Well, because apparently crows eat babies, baby birds. Lovely. Um, so the pigeon's sitting next to him, just watching, and the bird is just, like, shocked, and it's just breathing heavy, like, <sighs> in his little, he's, like, the size of a fist, maybe. Oh. And so my family, I was going to just let nature take his course, because you know what? That's just how it do, and I'm not here to decide who gets what. Right. Um, And the mama bird clearly did not care. She was like, eh, I'll make another one. Um, So Brian... My stepdad is fighting off the crow with, like, the rest of my family, and he takes a, a little, uh, like, scoopy sifter thing to scoop under the bird, and he carries it off to go find a ranger. And while he's doing all this, the crow lands on Brian's chair in particular and then poops on his flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of great. Like, nature is lovely. Nature um, is He did end hilarious. up getting another bird, which was a little sad, but... Aww. It was just it was just an interesting story. And mom was like, oh, my God. And grandma was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> if Yay. you think that you're a bad mom, let me tell you, there's a worse one out there. It's this bird. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the ranger said it was actually a baby seagull. So oh. the pigeon also wasn't supposed to be sitting by that nest. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was my Mother's Day. And then, uh, oh, and then the weekend since then, I've had like a couple cousins' birthdays and just working on some projects. And so this is also like the first weekend where I have minimal plans and I can just relax and do whatever I want. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm spending it here with you. Yay! Yee. So yeah, that's how I'm brewing. Nice. Busy month. Yes. <laughs> Very busy month. Mm-hmm. And so, are you ready? Uh, oh, why am I on? There we go. Are you ready to... <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's not my right question. I actually did not come up with a question because we already had a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to just jump right back into the content. Instead of a question... I'll give us a quick review okay. of part one. Um, we did go over the history of coffee shops, and we started to talk about why you might want to open a coffee shop, and ooh, then we got into what it takes to open a coffee shop. So we've already covered steps one through five, and those steps were... One, conduct research. Two, create a business plan and your values and culture. Three, find a bean source. Four, choose a concept. And five... Find a commercial space. And I cannot remember if that's the order we talked about them in, but those are the steps we talked about because the order can be shuffled as need be. Of course. I do so, believe we talked about it in that order or at least very close to it. I think we might have shuffled concept and bean source. But it's fine. We're going to move on to step number six. Yeah. Once you have found your location or you also have the option to start with step six and then find your location based on step six. Uh, you are going to want to start designing your layout. That Honestly, I think this is the fun part. Yeah, this is like where you get really into like how you want everything to lay out. And I think we started to talk about this, but we didn't really get into it all the way. Yeah. Um. So this part is a little self-explanatory other than uh, there were some details that a couple different sources pointed out that I thought were interesting, such as when you're thinking of the layout, you should be thinking of everyone in the building. So customers... Employees making coffee, employees talking to customers, how it's going to be to clean this space at the end of the day, where your bathrooms are going to be and how you're going to keep those clean, and then any office space, which I know for a fact we did talk about that. But what I can't remember if we talked about is that they're one of the sources, B Plans, recommended using a program such as Autodesk Home Styler, where you could digitally design your floor plan. What? Um, which I did not plan on doing today just because I figured we would get lost in it. But I think that if is we an have option. free time at the end, maybe yeah. even on our own time, we can mess around with that. Yeah, I think maybe we'll do that on a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. And we that was a gulp of coffee. I don't gulp. know if that came through. <laughs> gulp. Um, <laughs> and we can uh, we'll, maybe we'll post the results. Maybe we'll record it. We'll figure that out later. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll record a fifth minisode this week. <laughs> Um, so now it's time to start getting into some specifics and step seven is create your menu. And this is, I think, one of my favorite parts, because, you know, if you're opening a coffee shop, odds are you care a lot about coffees and coffee drinks and any food you associate with coffee. Mm -hmm. So, um, what kind of coffee drinks do we want to have at the Busy Bean? Hot and cold. Mm -hmm. And teas. But do we want to do like cappuccino machine 
kind of stuff or do we want to do like handcrafted drinks or ooh like or do we want to do standard like cappuccino and just regular flavors or do we want to do like drinks with names like a lavender rosemary tea or um some kind of caramel chocolate coffee drink that has a cool like punny name that i can't think of right now part of me wants this to be like half cottage core half homage to the knowledge that we've gained throughout this podcast like mm-hmm. the fact that a cortado only comes in a specific kind of glass yeah like, i wanted to have those kind of details in there mm-hmm. so like maybe we have a frap and a frappuccino i have an idea okay what if like we have the standard drinks like you could just order a cappuccino or whatever from the machine if you wanted but then our like special menu is called the episode list oh and it's all the episodes we've covered and like the details like that i love yes yes that yes (laughs) i like that a lot i love that Mm mm-hmm and we can change, like, we don't have to serve everything all the time. Like, we could change it. Like, lemonade is, like, spring into late summer. Sure. Chai is all the time. <laughs> is it a fall drink? Time. Yes. Are we serving it all the yes. time? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's iced when it's when it's too hot out. <laughs> hot chalky? All the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mochas. Year or cho- round. chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Briefcase no not idea. provided. <laughs> <laughs> Briefcase not included. BYOB, bring your own briefcase. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's what we'll call it. That's like the name of the drink. The BYOB. They're going to have to explain it. And you'd be like, just listen to the podcast. Just listen. Well, it'll be like BYOB and then it's just hot chocolate. We don't even spell out what the B is. (laughs) You just got to know, you know? I say customers get 10% off if they can tell us why it's called the BYOB. Yes. I agree. Um, And then also, if we want to include food, which I know we've talked about including sugar moss baked goods, which I am all the way down for because they are delicious. But do we want to do we want to do like sandwiches and stuff like a panini press level of sandwiches? I'd be okay with that. Or like some petit fours. Yeah. (laughs) We'll bring the tea party episode into this. Uh Uh-huh. I would be down for like. Almost like a Starbucks case, you know, mm-hmm. but it's basically like we have this, the glass case for sugar moss and then like on the counter we can have the three tiered thing and like those are our options for today. Ooh, so yeah. we're also not buying like a bunch of ingredients, but like we'll have, you know, like the mid tier, like the sandwiches, we'll have like, we'll have um, cucumber sandwiches or like the tomato caprice uh, panini mm-hmm. and like some like turkey and cheese something or other. And then like we'll switch it the next day and do like different things and. Yeah, we can we can throw in your uh, pesto caprice sandwich that you make me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Or the King's Hawaiian rolls that we make. <laughs> yeah. And then if we ever wanted to like branch out and do like we could do like a flatbread Friday or something. Oh, that'd and be fun. And then if the flatbreads go well, like they could stay, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with like punny names for the days of the week now. Um trying to think of specifically food and drink related punny names and not just like wacky wednesday i was thinking like mozzarella monday <laughs> Ooh, i like that and like our foods have mozzarella on it so we'd have a caprice we'd have like a pizza one mm-hmm. Oof. 
we could do like a fresh pasta salad that's really easy to make. <laughs> Just stick Ooh, it in the yeah. fridge and hold it all day. I have a tortellini pasta salad that uses uh, fresh mozzarella. Ma- <laughs> mozzarella. <laughs> Sorry, how do you spell that? <laughs> I don't know. We've we've established I'm not good at pronunciations or spelling. Good point. Okay. <laughs> That's spelling with three L's. <laughs> spelling. <laughs> Gusts. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I think we could do stuff like that, mm-hmm. like where we could we could play around with the menu so we're not locked in. But it's also like we only have a handful, like maybe three things that are there all the time and everything yeah. else switches out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's all I had in that section. You could get into all sorts of things like how much you want to let people customize or if you want to just have people order off your menu, which most coffee shops, I think, are going to let you customize things. Are we going to have plant milks? Uh, obviously i would not <laughs> i couldn't be there if there wasn't a plant milk i could but i'd be a little sad yeah that would hurt my it'd tummy. be like it'd be like bathroom number one bathroom number two and Allie's bathroom <laughs> <laughs> you know pp personal potty <laughs> yes owners only no one else enter <laughs> enter at your own risk that's a little biohazard uh, sign on it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> With the, it's the um. What's that one called where it has like the num- the four different numbers depending on like what the hazard is? I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's actually yeah. called. It's on like labs and stuff of like explosive or like mm-hmm. toxic or yeah those things. You would think I'd Flammable. know what that is. We had a, like a half a lesson on it in high school. I literally have one on I our door in our lab because we count as a bio two level room, and mm. I can't remember what it's called. There's also one on the door to Walmart, I noticed the other day. I'm sorry? Yeah. Well, they sell, like, um, propane tanks, don't they? They sell what? Propane, propane. tanks. Propane. Uh, some do. Yeah. I'm sure there's stuff in there. And propane accessories. And batteries! <laughs> anyway. um, So the next step after your food and menu and the fun part gets... Kind of boring, hmm. unless you're just into it. Um, but you are at some point going to need to figure out what permits and licenses you need for your business. Ooh, and once that's you get so a... exciting. Ooh. Sorry, I'm trying to be excited about that part. <laughs> Permit me to be excited. <laughs> um, you don't need a license to drive a sandwich. <laughs> that's a you SpongeBob that same... quote. <laughs> You said that with the same tone as you wouldn't download a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I would. (laughs) Um, Anyway, for permits and licenses, uh, that obviously is going to depend on where you are. uh, And even specifically locally, like kind of what we talked about earlier. Um, And I would plan for this step to take a minute or more. Because you're going to need to go to an office and then find out what you need. And then you're going to have to go get it. And then you might have to talk to somebody else, like a contractor. And then you're going to have to go back to the office. And then they're going to say, oh, no, we need something else. And then you're going to have to go get it. And then you'll give it to the office. And then they sit on it for like six weeks. And you're probably going to need all kinds of inspections. And you're going to have to have all kinds of plans to show them and how it's not going to go wrong. And there's a good bit behind that one. You got to find somebody with a license or get the license. And that's not even like including... Your food license. Right. This 
like I was even just thinking if you're building out anything, much less selling food. And then, yeah, there's a whole lot to it. So plan time for this one. Yes. Um, And it also helps a lot, like in a lot of these other steps, to go talk to other business owners and the local offices for help. Uh, because they'll be able to say, oh, like if you know somebody else that owns another restaurant in the area. But talking to other people in your area that aren't necessarily like competitors, but maybe just like a pizza place or another restaurant. Sure. And they could say, oh, yeah, when you go to get your license to sell food or whatever you need, make sure you have document A, B, C and D with you mm-hmm. and save you the step. So it's always nice to know people. What's nice is that step eight can be an ongoing step and you can get a lot of other steps done while this is still in the process. There's nothing saying that you can't design and get your permit. Uh Uh-huh. Like, there's some things, like, if you decide that you're going to have liquor, obviously you're going to need a liquor license. So you'll want to... What? I barely know her. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. It was worth it. Your face just went... I couldn't. see you holding back. I couldn't not... <laughs> Do you have a license to lick her? You barely know her. <laughs> that could be on a shirt. Not on a bars, but it could be on a shirt. <laughs> on a shirt somewhere. When we open a bar completely separate from this, it'll be a punny bar. It's called liquor. I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, on to step nine, which is actually a step you had asked about earlier. Okay. And that is, let's get some startup capital. Yeah. This is the part that scares me. Uh, I think it's it's navigatable. But I also work in bookkeeping and money and, you know, it's fine. You're a lot you more do it. comfortable with this subject. You're very experienced in cash and cash accessories. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> cash and cash byproducts. <laughs> um. The big question in all of this is how much is it going to cost to do it? And obviously, it's going to heavily depend on where you are and what choices you make throughout the process. But Crimson Cup actually had some estimates. So to open a coffee shop with seating would be anywhere from eight hundred to $300,000. And these are wide ranges. Again, you know, everything depends. Is this... Um, if you did not have to build the building, would this just be buying and opening a building? I think it's included. Like, if you don't have to open the building or you have minimal changes you need to make, you're going to be closer to the 80000 But if you need to build a building or if you need to expand on one, you're going to be closer to that three hundred k. And, okay. of course, if you're building, like, a massive building, you're going to get way bigger than that. Gotcha. But, yeah. Um, and I think they're looking at real coffee shops that have opened in like actual numbers kind of thing so uh, if you're just doing a drive-through it could be anywhere from eighty thousand to two hundred thousand and again that's going to be like if you're just updating some stuff or if you're building a whole little standalone guy that you're gonna build a drive-through on right um which i thought was weird is that they said if you're opening both a shop that has seating and a drive-through it's actually still eighty thousand to three hundred thousand in their estimate I guess it's not hard to convert a regular place with seating to where cars can come through. So long as you have somewhere for cars to drive and to line up, all all you have to do otherwise is put in a window in the middle of a wall. Yeah. And then some stuff falls down and falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then they said if you're going to open just a coffee kiosk, it might be 60000 to 105000 or a coffee food truck could be 50000 to 155000 So if you're looking for maybe something lower budget that you want to start building a brand, but you don't want to like invest in a building yet, you could do a kiosk or a food truck and then move up when you're ready, yeah. if you even want to. I actually have a coffee food truck that comes to our complex sometimes. She used to be a resident here. Oh, that's cool. She's really nice and her coffee was pretty good. Mm-hmm. One of the um, one of the places down on the Marsh Walk in Merle's Inlet in South Carolina, um, have a. I remember there being like it's a kiosk outside of one of the other restaurants. I think, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if it's like a like a restaurant or more like a bar kind of thing. But like the kiosk is open during the day, and then the everything else opens later. Oh, cool. Yeah, but it's not like a food truck. It's like a little. They actually set up there. I think. Right. I've seen it once. I didn't even go because it was like six in the afternoon. But um, something that you'll want to or everything that you'll want to keep in mind, or at least most of what you'll want to keep in mind when you're doing thinking of like your capital budget and what you're going to need, you're going to want to include real estate, inventory, equipment, furniture and decor, your point of service system or technology that you're going to need, marketing, hiring and a whole bunch of other little random things that are going to come up. Mm-hmm. If you've ever planned anything, you know that you can never have a comprehensive list until you're done. And even then, you're going to forget some things. <laughs> yeah. And even then, your list is not going to look like someone else's list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they did have a note, though, that when you're investing in inventory, you're going to want to make sure that you're choosing quality products. So you don't want to just try to save money for the sake of saving money because you're going to set yourself up for failure if you go at it with that outlook yeah so if you need to save in the short term one option is to consider finding a vendor that can deliver more frequently so you don't have to buy everything in bulk right at the start so if you're making a weekly purchase of uh disposable cups or compostable cups it's going to save you money and it'll help you manage your cash flow better than if you're buying like a hundred thousand of them every month I doubt we'd use that much at the beginning, but you know, however, whatever quantity you need. Right. Until you can get your cash flow up and then you can start managing like you have $15,000 to spend on all of your inventory for a month. Additionally, uh, they also note that it typically takes a minimum of six to 12 months for a business to become profitable. So your startup costs will need to include coverage for all expenses for those months. And that's like, from what I've seen, That's if you do really well from the beginning. If you think that you might have a harder time, like if you're building up more of a local um, crowd or if you're starting, if you're going to be aimed at tourists, but you're not starting right in the summertime, you're starting in like February or March, right before spring break and everything and Mm -hmm. all the people start traveling, going on vacation, you're going to need to plan maybe a little bit longer before you can really get up and running. Yeah, that's the hard part. Mm hmm. So, where do you get the money? Because I don't know about you. I don't have $300,000 just laying around. I don't even have $60,000 laying around. Not even close. Same. Um, You have a couple options. You can, of course, if you have the money laying around, use it if you want to. So, checking, savings, or even some investment accounts. So, you also want to make sure if you're planning on using an investment account that you can actually pull your money back out of the investment account because those are complicated. Yes. Um, You can also use lines of credit 
or credit cards. So like if you're purchasing equipment and stuff, you could put that on a credit card. If you're needing help for like renovations, you'd probably need more like an actual loan from a bank or from another company. Um, and those could be in your personal name. Or you could also get business slash small business loans that are specifically in the name of your business. And there's complications in that too. I don't know it. Go find a <laughs> professional. <laughs> um, and then some other ways that you can get money. You could also get loans from family and friends. So long as you're comfortable having loans from family and friends. Yeah. I personally, not my favorite route because that's a lot of financial tension in my fun relationships. But, you know, up to you. Maybe it's an aunt you don't especially care about who has a lot of money to throw around. Then go for it. Um, you could also do crowdfunding from online various places if people want to contribute. That could actually be a fun way to build your marketing and branding ahead of time if you can get crowdfunding from your local community and like amp up all of this before you even open the coffee shop. Yeah, I mean, you've got word of mouth helping you push it. Right. That's awesome. And of course, you can also always get actual investors into your company, um, which I'm not going to get into the details of. But you can have people that are invested in your company financially, and then you negotiate that however you want to. Yeah. So you can get money. There's places. There's always money if you look hard enough. Yep. Chase it down. There's always money if you have enough printer ink. This is also true. This is also <laughs> not legal advice. <laughs> it's not legal advice. It is, in fact, illegal advice. Yeah. Don't do that. Also, it won't actually help you very much. And you're just going to set yourself up for bad. Yeah. Do you want your yeah. business to fail immediately? Print your own money. <laughs> do you want your business to fail immediately and you go to jail? This is where do you, you actually don't collect $200. <laughs> do not pass go. Do, do not, not collect, collect $200. $200. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> um, so on to the next step. I feel like all of these are like we get a little off the rails and we start making jokes and then it's just me quietly going, all right, on to the next step. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's perfect. Moving on. Um, step number 10 is to order your equipment. So, obviously, you'll want to get your equipment to make coffee, but webstaurantstore.com, webstaurantstore, suggests you should start with the essentials. So, their list of essentials includes coffee brewers, air pots, espresso machines, coffee grinder, hot water dispenser, reach-in refrigerator, ice machine, bakery display, cafe... I think I meant to type case. Bakery display case, three compartment sink, frothing pitchers, frothing thermometers, tea and coffee mugs, espresso, espresso cups, <laughs> cup lid and straw organizers, aprons, and lots, lots more. That wasn't lots, lots more. <laughs> There's so much more. They didn't include like spoons or napkins. I mean, it's not really equipment, but like stuff to buy. Uh, a dishwasher. Um, yes. Three dishwashers. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. A panini press and a toaster oven if you want that. Uh, um, it's also highly recommended that you invest in quality equipment from the beginning because you don't want to open a new store and then your coffee machine breaks down like a McDonald's ice cream machine while you're trying to build your business. Yeah. I don't think as a new returning customer, I would go back if the only thing I want is never available. Yep. Same. And so once you have all of this set up, 
and you're pretty much ready to go. Even if you're still waiting on like a permit or if you're waiting on like something out or like a license or like some little detail that you're ironing out. Ironing out. Ironing. Ironing. You'll want to hire and train your team. <laughs> so, um, which there was actually a lot of really good advice, not professional advice, for this stuff that I found. Uh-huh. Um, one, of course, is what hours you want to be open, because whatever hours you want to be open is going to determine how much staff you're going to need and when you're going to need them. True. Um, if you want to be your standard like 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. coffee shop, cool. If you want to be the Waffle House coffee shop where it's like 2 in the morning and somebody's getting off a floor set at a retail store and they need coffee and they're going to come to you, you're going to want to find people that are willing to work overnight. I think this is going to be a more location demands it kind of hours. Yep. Like, Busy City could pull that off, but maybe my hometown could not. I don't know many people yeah. who are up at 2 a.m. except people drinking. Right. And you don't really want that. No. I mean, well, I don't really want that. You might want that, listener. Yes. You do what maybe you want. your coffee shop caters to diner style, which is the party people who are dead and ready to come in for food and sobering up. Mm-hmm. You... You offer cozy meals and cozy drinks to get you back on your feet. Yeah. I am craving Waffle House now. <laughs> I'm not going to go get it. Um, <laughs> so when you're trying to determine how many people you want to hire, you're going to need to keep in mind a bunch of different things. Uh, as far as payroll expenses, not only do you need to figure out how much you're paying people, you also need to figure out whether you want to provide benefits or PTO. So, like, it's it's nice to be like, oh, I'm going to provide benefits. But, like, they're not free. They're just free to the employees. So now you have to pay for the benefits. And PTO, uh, it's nice to give people PTO, but you need to make sure that you're going to be able to pay double for that time then because you're going to have to pay their time while they're off and also pay for whoever's covering them. Are benefits um, usually free to the employee? Uh, it depends. Mm. Or, like, a cheaper rate. Even if it's a cheaper rate, you have to pay for the other half. Mine come out of my so. paycheck. Yeah. Or like... So like, um, I pay for my benefits. Well, you probably pay for party... Well, you might pay for all of them. Or you pay for part of them. I pay for the ones I select. Because even when you have like health insurance and you pay a price, there is also a charge for the administration that usually goes to the company. Right. So we're doing a copay thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like 401k, I learned recently, at least I think in the United, I think it's the United States, not a state thing. Um, if it's offered, your company has to match certain amounts. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, you'll want to look into that with a professional if, if you're interested. Um, you're also going to want to make sure that you get a good idea of your taxes, or at least you overestimate taxes that you're going to have to pay and then you can adjust later. Mm -hmm. Um, and things like workers' compensation, because you're going to have to cover that. And processing fees and unemployment and all kinds of things. Um, something else to consider when you're hiring people is how experienced do you want your team to be? I think my favorite mixture to have is very experienced and moderately no experience. Mm. I find there can be a really good blend of communication there because you have eager to learn and eager to teach. Mm -hmm. 
And that's my favorite. Mm. Yeah, see, I will completely defer to your preference because I've never worked in a coffee shop. I've worked at McDonald's and that, there's it's different, you know? <laughs> it just hits different. There can be the frustrating of, I know you're new and you can't keep up with Rush, which can be very mm -hmm. stressful, but an experienced worker who knows what they're doing isn't going to let that bother them because it's the Rush. You're going to be overwhelmed. Right. Well, and part of that could be planning who's doing what, because if you're relatively new and you're learning all the options, maybe you're the one taking the orders and experience is pumping them out. That's usually what you are. You're on register first before making anything. Mm -hmm. It's usually register and cold drinks only. Then it's hot drinks mm. because you have to learn that the machines. Sense. I am the machine. I am the machine. <laughs> um. Some sources recommended starting the hiring process early so you can find the team you're looking for. And other sources emphasize taking your time and not rushing at all into hiring. Um, and that outlook is more focused on not overloading your payroll expenses before you need to. Mm -hmm. And a lot of coffee shops will rely on volunteers when they first get up and running. Oh. Which I did not know. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I didn't know volunteering for a coffee shop was an option. I don't think I would unless I was retired and rich. Yep. Or bored. Because I loved working at a coffee shop, but it did not pay enough. So I did yeah. not stay there. Yeah. If I could have like an extra day a week, I'd go volunteer at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, Crimson Cup had some more specific recommendations. They said find someone with experience if you don't have experience working and running in a coffee shop, especially... Um, who can train you and your team. So not somebody you necessarily like hire long term, mm -hmm. but somebody that can come in and train. Um, and on that note, Crimson also specifically recommended training your team together on the drink crafting so that you get consistency regardless of who's working. That's good. And to make sure you plan for several days of training with a professional if you decide to bring a professional in or with you if you are the professional um, for ongoing support and to keep your... And to keep from draining your new team. So you don't bring everybody in and then you're like, all right, we're going to spend eight hours making a whole bunch of drinks. I hope you learned it from that. that you know? Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then once you have all of this together, step 12, craft your brand, put on finishing touches, advertise if you haven't advertised already and open. Yay. Yeah. And then you can do future things in growth, obviously. You could work on setup online ordering. You could create a loyalty program. You could plan events. You could do all kinds of things. But yeah. that is the essentials of what I found from the interwebs of what it takes to open a coffee shop. In the most brief and concise way possible. Yeah. Because boy, does it have some, have some details. This is an awesome roadmap that you're going to get into and then almost rip in half because your personal experience is not going to fit a template. You're just going to have to... Do what you can. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and I forgot what the quiz was that I got, but I'm excited. Ooh. All I right, like it so by the name. Our quiz for today. Ever wanted to run your own coffee shop? Yes. This AI quiz will help you do just that. Okay. Wait, are we typing? Oh. I don't know. Yes. I haven't even opened it. <gasps> we are. Type. Some. So I'm typing your answers and you're typing my answers, okay. right? Yes. Okay. So 
uh, first of all, they have a little extra snippet. Have you ever dreamed of running away from all your troubles and running a cute little coffee shop in the town of your dreams? Well, with the magic of AI, we can help you live out those fantasies. Just answer a few simple questions to get started. Ooh, I'm a little nervous. Why am I nervous? We got this. It's I hate fine. Open it's AI. Things. Okay, are we doing our I- own coffee shops or is this us trying to create the busy bean? Um, do you want to try to create the busy bean? We could do that. Okay. Well, if that's the case, we only need one person typing. All right. I will type with my clickety-clackety keyboard. Okay. All right. Where is our shop located? Ooh, where do we want it to be? Well, we said before, um, when we were talking about the type of people that we were going to like be a target audience, we were talking about that we're in an area that has one school, like university, college town, plus tourism, plus a lot of locals. So... City suburb? I think so. I think I can put as many. I have 64 characters. Let's say city suburb of a college town with tourism. Yeah. It's AI. We're going to see what it does with it. All right. Next, it is a multiple choice question. (laughs) What kind of aesthetic does your coffee shop have? Bees. Oh. The options are oh, pastel goth, cottagecore, vanilla girl, minimalist, barbiecore, indie sleaze, kidcore, mermaidcore, witchy academia, or rustic core. What's the difference between cottagecore and rustic core? Let me see. Rustic core versus co- co- contact core? No, cottagecore. <laughs> Unlike cottagecore, which has, for the most part, a cleaner look, rustic core openly embraces the grit, dirt, and grime that is often associated with farm life and rural rural living and giving it a sort of grunge vibe. And that is from aesthetics.fandom.com, rusticcore. So I'm going to go cottagecore because I don't know if I want our coffee shop to be dirty. Same. Which I laughed and then I realized that, like, people probably haven't... um, listen to most of the aesthetic ones that we just did because they haven't come out yet so like all the minisodes about aesthetics we just finished for recording and you'll you'll see you'll get there um fear not future time travelers yes you're just going the long way around yes the slow path (laughs) that hurts sorry what's your favorite fruit that's a loaded question i See, I know what my favorite fruit is, but I know it's not your favorite fruit. Okay. My favorite all-time, all-year-round fruit is banana, and my favorite seasonal fruit is mango. I could do mango. My favorite fruit is pineapple, but you don't like... A pineapple is not your friend, so we'll go mango. Okay. I actually had mango all week. Nice. What's your favorite animal? A bee? For this, yes. Okay. Bees. What celeb frequents your shop? Ooh. I didn't realize we were that big. Who do we want in our shop? Kira Knightley. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think. Can you think of anybody else? I can put multiple people. Nothing's stopping me. 
I don't know how to spell Kira Knightley. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's K-I-E-R-A. K-N-I-G-H-T-L-E-Y. Wait, do you not know who Kira Knightley is? I do. That's oh, okay. um uh Miss Swan. Yes. And Miss... also Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice. Did you say Knightley with a K or an N? It's a K. Oh, I spelled it it's... correctly then. Yeah. Are we both putting in answers? I was just copying yours. I just wanted to see what it looked oh, okay. like. Okay. Okay. Uh Buzzy is thinking, please hold. My main 11, difference is I put 10, it on the beach. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Sorry, I didn't want to have to like oh, fix that countdown this later. This is a lot of words. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Are okay. you ready? Yes. All right. You just opened a new coffee shop. As I enter. The enchanting coffee shop of Gardenia's Grove, my senses are overwhelmed by the sweet aroma of freshly brewed coffee and the soulful tunes of folk music. The cozy ambiance transports me to a whimsical world far away from the hustle and bustle of city suburb. Because <laughs> I typed city suburb earlier. I order their infamous mango mousse cake. Ooh. And it's love at first bite. The creamy texture and exquisite taste of the mango makes me crave for more. I wash it down with a bee's knees latte. Ah! Ah, a sweet and spicy concoction that tingles my taste buds with every sip. As I take a seat, I notice the barista elegantly crafting a divine honeybee on a cappuccino with the, such precision, precision, precision. With such precision and grace. It's a sight to behold, and I can't help but take a picture for my Instagram. Rumor has it that even Kira Knightley visits this cafe when she's in town. And it's no surprise why. With its cottagecore vibe and unique menu, Gardenia's Grove is a hidden gem loved by locals and tourists alike. It's a coffee shop experience you won't find anywhere else. That's amazing. Right? I want that you was... to know that I only put in one different thing and got a completely uh -huh. different answer. <gasps> Yay. Okay, what does yours say? So the I did the exact same thing. But for the mm -hmm. first one, it said, where do you want your coffee shop? I said, beach. That was okay. it. Uh-huh. You just opened a new coffee shop. As I approach the quaint and charming cottage that houses the coffee shop, the salty beach air fills my nostrils and my eyes are immediately drawn to the unique name painted in bold lettering, Mango Sunflower Cafe. Oh. Inside, the cozy and inviting cottagecore decor transports me to a whimsical world full of sweetness and joy. The cafe is bustling and the pastry case is stocked with delicious and exotic mango puff pastries that are to die for. I order a viral TikTok drink called Rainbow Sunrise, which is as stunning mm. as it is delicious. The barista deftly creates a beautiful honeycomb design on a frothy top <laughs> of my drink. The bee's latte art is a perfect compliment to the sunny beach atmosphere. Is it? I learned that even <laughs> the famous actress, Kira Knightley, has been spotted, spotted at this hidden gym enjoying her own cup of mango sunflower goodness. I take a seat and savor my delectable, delectable pastry and drink amidst the vibrant energy of this beachy oasis feeling grateful for the Mango Sunflower Cafe and all its sweet and quirky offerings. Oh, I like that. If we slam the two of these together, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. God, the AI quiz is awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. 
now it's got like a bunch of AI quizzes on here. But I really enjoyed that. I thought I saw AI when I got in the notes initially and I was like, oh, that could be fun. We should do an AI quiz every now and then. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. Yeah. And now that we have completed our quiz and gone through everything, we have finally finished our business plan Woo! for the Busy Bean. We did Ooh. it. <laughs> so now where are we going next? Ooh, we are gonna be doing some traveling. Oh. We're, we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna finally do it. We're going back to Italy and we're gonna talk yeah. about the affogato. What the affogato? Yes, the affogato. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I literally can't tell you how excited I am to talk about this drink. Uh, mm-hmm. It holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. I don't want to get into it now because we're about to go talk about it, but yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to go do that. But before we do, thank you all so much for listening. And bearing with us as uh, I am not sure how chaotic part two is going to be in conjunction with part one. Uh, Because, you know, time. Um, (laughs) As always, all of our sources are in the episode notes. That's the research sources. And I'm going to include the research sources from part one as well. So you don't have to go back and forth to find them. Nice. Uh, The AI quiz. And we didn't really have a recipe for this one. But, you know, make a coffee and sit down and curl up and enjoy. You can also find our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com or on Spotify, Apple Codpast. Apple Codpast. <laughs> <laughs> Apple or on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. And iHeartRadio. And, s- and soon to be YouTube and maybe Pandora. But Pandora was thrown a fit. So we'll come back to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WeBrewGood. Or you can send us an email directly to WeBrewGood at gmail.com. Yeah, feel free to direct message yeah. us on any of those platforms. We just like being heard. Yeah. Tell us if you would come to our coffee shop or what your coffee shop would look like. Tell us if you have a coffee shop because we will be there. Yeah. Tell us where your coffee shop is so we can go. <laughs> yeah. We're all up and be like, hello. Thank you for inviting me to your coffee shop. You could even say hi on the podcast. Yeah. Um. Actually, I have one more thing to add to our coffee shop. Okay. We are going to need to make room for a tiny version of our coffee shop to keep our guinea pigs in. Is it like a tiny coffee-shaped guinea pig house? I Well, either that or like literally downscale our actual coffee shop and make like a little side room that the guinea pigs can be in. Oh, that's... So you know how there's cat cafes? Yeah. Guinea pig cafe. Yeah. It's it's a side room. Uh, have you ever watched... No, you haven't watched Fleabag. Mm-mm. I know we've talked about Fleabag and the guinea pig in Fleabag in her coffee shop. Um, They do do that at one point where the guinea pig gets out because she's really good at getting out. And then the people that are sitting there like eating their food look down and there's a guinea pig on the floor and they panic. <laughs> so we'd have to make very clear 
that there are guinea pigs running around. <laughs> we do have guinea pigs. No, we are not infested. Infested. Inve- and we are invested, should, but we're not infested. And you should love on them. Yes. They're clean. As long as we get guinea pigs that don't bite. We washed them and fed them. <laughs> They're clean. I washed them yesterday. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And we could also have like an actual, that separate room that like looks like the cafe. Maybe we'll have that like mostly like windowed off so the guinea pigs have space where if they don't want to be touched, mm-hmm. they can go. Same with the employees. <laughs> yeah, same. Be like, up. Oh. <laughs> There's Herbert over there just chilling in the guinea pig room again. He's on his break. Please don't ask him for more milk. (laughs) (laughs) Nor the guinea pig. Yes. Uh, All right. Well, um, I'm really excited for once we get this place up and running, because I think once it's there, it will have no trouble whatsoever staying Staying brutal. Staying We're changing it up. Keep you on your toes. So that you can stay brutal. Yeah, you stay brutal. You stay brutal. <laughs> we all stay brutal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>